Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's up? This is Lou Ford here, and it's time for Coffee in a Car Ride. I'm in my ride, I got my Java in hand, and I'm ready to cruise. So pour yourself a cup, jump in the passenger seat, and come for a ride. It's Coffee in a Car Ride. Hey, this is Lou Ford. I just wanted to, in advance, kind of say that, uh, this, you know, is a rant. It's meant to be humorous, though I do make some jokes about, in this case, the nation of Canada and Canadians that uh, aren't meant to offend. If they do, I apologize. Please remember, this is a rant. It's meant to be humorous. Also, I am kind of a jackass. That being said, uh, I hope you enjoy. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Lou Ford, back for another episode of Coffee in a Car Ride. It's my podcast where I drive around with a cup of coffee and rant about shit that pisses me off. You know, current events and all that. And on this episode, I wanted to talk about one of the biggest not-talked-about stories potentially developing right now. That is, the People's Convoy that's supposed to be heading to D.C. for an anti-vaxxer, far-right, Canadian-inspired insurrectionist bonanza that is somehow about getting freedoms back that we never lost. Like, freedoms... That, we, that were never taken away, but because of the pandemic, somehow equated to the Holocaust. Now, before I go any further, let me just quickly cue you in to what the People's Convoy is supposed to be and where it was given birth, if you will. Oh, and just to be clear by, by the way, a convoy by a convoy, I mean a protest that consists of a bunch of trucks, usually, that, for instance, in the recent Freedom Convoy, all got together and drove to to the capital of Canada to basically behave like three-year-olds who missed their nap till they got what they wanted. In this instance, they parked their trucks right in the middle of the street and leaned on their horns until their elected maple suckers, their elected officials, finally gave in. See, for those who have been paying attention in Canada, and believe me, it's hard to pay attention to Canada, there was a protest that was going on that had gotten global attention. And I mean, like, trending on social media, let's hear it for the boys. Attention. Their protest was one that had, has been described as a peaceful occupation for the freedom of all men. It was the Trucker's Freedom Convoy. Basically, what it kicked this off was a new COVID-19 mandate that required that all Canadian truckers be fully vaccinated if they were going to be crossing the border to the U.S., Now, it is important to note that 80% of Canadian truckers have been vaccinated. In fact, most Canadians have chosen to side with science and have decided to follow the guidelines set down by their government and public health officials, regardless of how strict they are, for the betterment of their society and to protect the greater good. That being said, there was truth to the fact that many of these, you know, pandemic mandates were beginning to get a little ridiculous. Maybe redonkulous is the correct word. That being said, still, the protesters, Mel Gibson, Braveheart, they'll never take our freedom! No reaction. was even more bizarre as well as, in this case, what could be either now the biggest joke played on America's right, or, quite possibly, if we don't pay attention, the second episode in the death of our democracy. Something very important to remember here. And that is 
the name James Bauer. Remember that. Remember the name of that QAnon conspiracy theorist. Not just because he is kind of the creator of this more, you know, of this current phenomenon, but also because he sounds like a whiny ass bitch. To us, Justin just says one thing and does another, and we can't get our oil to, oil to tidewater. We can't build a pipeline, we can't get one east, and the carbon taxes. Like, how much can Canadians afford? It sounds like a middle-aged man whose spirit has been broken by divorce, time, kids, a 9-to-5 alimony in the gut. I mean, dead up, dude, seriously. How is it that Canadians always sound so pathetic when they're enraged? It's not scary at all. And you hear them, and all it makes you want to do is, is take antidepressants. Now, James here, just to give you some background, he had participated in another convoy. A convoy that made noise, but not a sound you remember. It was the United Reroll Anti-Carbon Tax Convoy. I know, that's a mouthful, just like maple syrup. The convoy obviously, obviously was protesting the anti-carbon tax the Canadian had imposed. Now, the problem with that convoy was, just like Quebec's demand for independence, nobody gave a fuck. And so, James left and went home to Alberta, the whitest part of Canada, and headed for one of the places where conspiracy theorists meet people and make friends, Facebook. There, he created the group Canada Unity. My name is James Potter founder of Canada Unity Foundation. So Brass Tacks All In is uh, the Convoy for Freedoms is going to bring trucks, cars, vans, pickup trucks, semis are going to go to Ottawa and give Ottawa a big loving bear hug. It was a group that didn't really make much of a splash. That however didn't stop the QAnon anti-vaxxer promoter from organizing his first convoy to stop COVID mandates that had just begun to be enacted. That's important to note that at that time, there weren't any mandates that were really directed at truckers. Still undeterred, like an excited lab, dry humping a leg, he launched the Truckers Freedom Convoy, aka Operation Bear Hug. Now let me stop right there and just say this. That is creepy. I'm sorry. If you create anything, organize anything and name it Operation Bear Hug, I'm automatically filing a restraining order. If I know that a large number of adult men are going to going to be gathering under the, under the banner of Operation Bear Hug, I am preemptively finding a way to put out Amber Alerts. I'm just saying. That being said, that convoy, that planned protest, didn't pick up much attention until that new mandate came out. When that happened, then it became the perfect storm for many other groups and influencers, people, to jump on the train. People like Pat King, who was one of the organizers of the Western Canadian Separatist Party, Wexit. Now, he is an avid live streamer who uses his social media accounts to push the white replacement theory and other, many, many other racist conspiracies. Now, what it is, is, is the part of the depopulation and a lot of people don't understand what that means and what there is, is there's an end game. It's called depopulation of the Caucasian race, or the Anglo-Saxon. And that's what the goal is, is to depopulate the Anglo-Saxon race. Because they are the ones with the strongest bloodlines. 
and we'll leave it at that because then we get into a whole different topic but it's a depopulation of race okay that's what they want to do i've spoken before about how we have uh ahmed abdimajad or mahmed i can't say their names very well because i don't have the the dialect that they do but we have mahmoud abdimajad who states that um no matter what, we are going to infiltrate governments, education systems. We're going to infiltrate uh, every uh, way possible into the Western world. What we're going to do is not only infiltrate by flooding with refugees, we're going to infiltrate the education systems to manipulate it to endorse this kind of behavior. This kind of behavior then endorses less procreation all right so the less procreation the less white people or you know anglo-saxon let's say anglo-saxon because when i say white all all the antifa guys call up the race card so we're going to call ourselves anglo-saxon Okay. There were several other conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxer groups and figures who had used this convoy to promote their own agendas the disruptiveness of using huge-ass trucks that are impossible to move as a form of protest has also spread due to this occupation. It inspired convoy-style protests in UK, Australia, France, and even New Zealand. Yup, the Kiwis have gotten involved. And that same idea has now come through, though it has gone much slower here, to the US. With the People's Convoy, another protest involving truckers, anti-vaxxer, anti-public health, conspiracy-driven far-right protest that is under the guise of fighting for freedoms that the government never took away due to the pandemic. And while it is completely and utterly asinine, the idea of mass mandates being somehow comparable to the Yellow Star of David that the Nazis made the Jews wear, while that is asinine, that comparison... What is even more mental is the cross-section between this anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist crowd and the racist far-right who have now kind of tagged along for the ride. And now, of course, people, now that the freedoms, now that the People's Convoy, which is the U.S. version of the Freedom Convoy, now that is camped outside of D.C. with that group there, the sad thing is, is that they're not doing anything. The reason why is because there's infighting going on within the group about how exactly they're going to enact change because they're actually not planning on entering the Capitol at this time due to a conspiracy that is a trap. What that means is, is that this already, already conspiracy-driven movement has shot itself in the foot with its own BS. And that wound has left them with no choice but to basically limp around the Capitol in a half-hearted attempt at gumming up the traffic on the DC Beltway, the interstate with half of the participants bailing out one lap in. I don't know if you have one of those friends is the best way to compare it. I don't know if you have one of those friends who is overtly confident, arrogant. He or she thinks that they can do almost anything better than you. Doesn't matter what it is. Let's say they see that you've started running, exercising. They ask and you say yes, but you admit that it's hard. And they laugh at you. They laugh and they tell you that they, they used to run track. And that they could outrun you. 
Maybe you get pissed or whatever. Maybe you just, you know, invite them to go for a run. Your friend says yes. And maybe, if this is the case, maybe that person even shows up. If they do, the moment you guys start running, they go halfway around the block or the track and then nearly collapse, wheezing, waving you to go ahead of them. That's what this is. The only thing that makes this better is that attempting to gum up traffic on the Beltway is pointless for one very simple reason. Ask anyone who has ever driven on the DC Beltway and they will tell you point blank, you can't gum it up because it's already a goddamn parking lot. The joke's on them. <laughs> that being said, we can't overlook this situation completely. Canada did and look at what happened. Look what it got. We did the same thing on January 6th and look at what it got us. As hilariously pathetic as this is, we need to remember how fragile this shit is and keep it in the back of our minds. There's one key thing. Uncertainty breeds uncertainty. And this angry uncertainty gives birth to these shocking results. What does that mean? It means we need to be aware and be vigilant. And I have news for you, America. They're coming our way. They've already blocked one major yeah. bridge that has 20% of all the commerce. They're already organizing for a March 1st move from Oregon over to Washington, D.C. People want their lives back. What don't they understand about yeah. that? And it's funny because they're not really protesting vaccine mandates. They don't really have that many vaccine mandates to object to. What you're seeing is sort of a grab bag of grievances. To some degree, they're supporting the Canadians. To some degree, they're opposing masks. Uh, to some degree, they're just fundamentally rejecting vaccines and the Biden administration and sort of everything. What they rejected? The, the mask mandates are ending across the country and a whole lot of people here aren't vaccinated and that doesn't seem to be an issue. Yeah, I, but you, you know, in the recent days, I heard one of the chief organizers say, you know, we're not just up against the U.S. government. We're up against you know, a $30 trillion pharmaceutical industry, right? They're fundamentally not even asking for anything. They're just going to sort of register their rage at vaccines by and large and you're seeing the same conspiratorial thinking from the u.s organizers as you've seen from a bunch of the canadian ones they believe the vaccines are dangerous they believe they're all uh, an effort to create a one world government they think the world economic form is behind everything they think their sort of patriotic revolution that has started under donald trump is under threat and this is their attempt to sort of fight back and it should not surprise anyone that a number of people who are at the january 6th insurrection are also or Organizing this this freedom convoy, you've already seen uh, you know, a number of people, including folks who advocated for the arrest and execution of members of the media and members of the government, uh, participate. You're already seeing an appeal to groups like the Three Percenters uh, and the Oath Keepers to join in, the, in their their convoy, and it's really raising the possibility that you're going to see a lot of the same people who came out for January sixth descend on the Capitol again in early March. So, with that being said. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign off. Saying this is Lou Ford. Saying put that in your coffee and drink it. Till next time, peace. Hey, just wanted to let you know you can now uh, hit me up on Twitter on my new account at Coffee in a Car R Capital R One. All right, so if you have any questions, let me know. You know, comments, anything, hit me up there. 
Alright, till next time. And of course, not to forget, to give credit where credit is due, the uh, audio clips and all that, sound bites, that came from Boxes Podcast, say explained in their episode, What the Truck is Happening in Canada. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you found the rant to be humorous, informative, interesting, then by all means, please give us a rating, subscribe. Write us write a review. Share your support. You can find Coffee in a Car Ride on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcast from. Till next time, thanks. So uh, thanks for listening and all that. You know, uh, like, subscribe, you know, comment, whatever. Also, don't forget to uh, check out my blog, White Bicycle Review. It is whitebicyclereview.blogspot.com. Check that out, you know, to get more, to get some articles about politics and, uh, you know, other issues, other current issues and all that. You know, check it out. And thank you again. Until next time, move forward. Coffee in a Car Ride is brought to you by Anchor, the app that makes creating and distributing a podcast easy. And also by, of course, coffee.